All right, boys and girls, here I am. Welcome back to the Vetus Podcast. I'm here with a, a wonderful human, Sammy. Welcome. Hello, brother. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. Now, we're going to start the podcast a little bit differently to normal. And uh, that the reasoning, the justification for that, we'll uncover as we go through the potty. But you want to uh, kick us off? Let's do it, sir. Let's do it. We're going to start with a few breaths. And I think it's nice, you know, when you're listening to a podcast sometimes and maybe you're just listening to it because mm. and, and you're sort of not really present, you're not really absorbing it. So all we're going to do, bro, so we're in the right zone as well, is drop in with 10 breaths. And they are going to be in through the nose, out through the mouth, in for four, and out for, say, six. For those playing at home, breathe too. It's good for you. For sure. Here we go. So we are going to exhale in five, four, three, two, one. Let it go. In through the nose. In and long through the mouth. In through the nose and long through the mouth. In and long. Three more. In and long. Last two. All the way in. We're ready. To drop in. Let's go. <laughs> Love that. What a start. Oh, it feels good. It's nice to take a moment. Mm-hmm. So good from you. Uh, just a little plug before we get stuck in. Monkey Movement Workshop next week. Um, this will drop on Sunday night. So you've got the whole week to listen to this. Realize that, hey, when you feel when you take a breath, you feel better. Come hang out with good, good people on Sunday. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk more about it. But Sammy, what, uh, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What gets me out of bed? My alarm. <laughs> nah, so much, bro. So much. I mean, I I think that I am someone who springs out of bed Love because that. I have I've, I've looked at and and do something that fucking lights me up. Good. <laughs> you know. Good. I mean, I I get to serve. I get to rock up to work and serve people and allow them and assist them to, to look into themselves and and that's what that's what gets me up. Spring out of bed. Have you always been the kind of person to spring out of bed? No. No, no I haven't. And talk, talk us through that journey and the, the shifts that you've gone through as a human to get from the so get to the person that, you know, wants to spring out of bed and is excited to get out of bed every morning. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's it's a big question, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful question because I think that's the that is the journey that a lot of people wants to go on. You know that they, they see this elusive thing that a lot of people have with like lots of energy. They see it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Why is this person getting up and feeling yeah. amazing? 
Yeah. Um, and, and that is the journey. But I'll tell you what, surrounding yourself with people who are on that same journey, coming into a place like this, um, you know, I, I think gyms are the modern day churches. They really are. Um, and in this pursuit of creating something amazing, it has allowed me to become and try and become great in this pursuit of um, creating something great has has led to me, yeah, realizing I guess a, a greater potential in myself as well. That's cool. What's it? What's it, uh, like? Give us a some maybe cliff notes of your journey over the last say 10, 15 years. What what have you been doing? What have you been going through? What are the different evolutions that you feel you've gone through to get to this point now where you're like, all right, I'm becoming who I want to be. Mm. Yeah, I, look, I think the last probably three years, um, this journey of the monkey movement has really assisted me in that. Um, previous to that, I mean, like travel, um, realising what's out there, realising that this bubble that we live in <laughs> in, um, in Mornington isn't, um, you know, the way that the rest of the world do it. Yeah. I mean... You know, we are so, so grateful, so lucky to live in a place that we do. Mm. But I also think that we are sheltered from what else happens out there in life as well. So, yeah, I mean, travel's been a huge thing for me to get some perspective on how lucky we are here. Um, yeah, I went through a, a journey of opening up this gym in Mornington, Good Life, which yep. was a a cool journey as well. Um, that was more so like a sales and marketing type of yep. role. Um, and by the time that opened, we'd sort of pumped in almost 2000 people. So that was very much like sales marketing. Yep. Um, but then more so, yeah, this last, I'd say two years, I've really gone on a, a deeper journey into uncovering who I am at a deeper level, yep. where I want to go, what I want to do, and the type of impact that I want to make. What drew you into the fitness world or the yeah, the fitness world, the gym world? What what initially drew you into that? Like when going when you were going through school, did you know that this is what you wanted to do? My dad has always been involved in gyms. Yep. So I guess again, you know, the environment that you're around, yep. you know, almost creates the type of person that you are. So, um, something in that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've been inspired by my old, my old man. Yeah, awesome. um, and yeah, he's gone through his trials and tribulations as well in in, yep. in business. Um, and so I ended up working for for him when I was straight out of school in a gym yep. and and have loved it ever since. I love the environment. I love the impact that it creates in people's world. Yeah. But yeah, I think I've been reflecting on that a, a lot the last couple of weeks. And I think we sometimes take it for granted. Yeah. And I think being gym people, for lack of a better word, you kind of like, you just, you you see it on the ground level for what it is, people coming in, doing a thing to make themselves better and like just doing the thing is enough some days and other days you've got to push, push, um, you've got to push a little bit harder and other days you've got to just like, just be there yeah. and just, just show up. And I think we probably, 
underestimate how beneficial just having a space is like that. Like some people have footy clubs and some people have you know, workspaces that, that, that push that um, self-edification, that growth. Um, but a lot of people don't. And mm. I think that you know, we find it with talking through new members sometimes. They're just like, oh, I've just been bouncing around to all these different places and I just need, I just want to find somewhere where I want to be. And like one of our goals is to be like the last step on your health and fitness journey. It's yeah. like, it's not the last step, but it's the last step in searching for a place that allows you to grow and, and, and adapt. What do you think it is about the gym environment that fosters that growth? You know what? Uh, it's, it's interesting because I, I believe it's different for everyone. But from what I've seen, I've been working in gym since I was 18. I'm now 27. Yeah. And it's, it's about the people. I mean, again, who you surround yourself with, you become. Yeah. And so, for example, if you're surrounding yourself with people who drink and do drugs, then you'll probably do that. If you're surrounding yourself with people who are continually pushing to be better, um, to feel better, then naturally that's who you become too. So I think that's, that's the value in a space like this. That's the value in, in gyms, but it's the value in community. Community is number one. hundred percent. All the surveys we've done about <laughs> what what do you like about us? Yeah, what what are we what are we good at? Tell us how good we are. The people, nah, the people, the people. It's the about people, the people. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's it's a not like it's a realization you probably come to when you're maybe mid to late twenties and your you know, your friendship groups from school that maybe you spent time with because it was easy and convenient. You tend to get to that stage of life where you're you know, maybe 20, 21, 22 and you start to have to figure out who you are and what's important to you and what you value and then you know, you tend to have a few of the friends that you, you latch onto because they value the same things and they believe in the same things and for some people it's you know, drinking VBs and, and going down to the pub and, and you know, putting a, a bit of cash behind the horses and other people it's training, other people it's getting up early and going for a, going for a, a nice chilly ocean dip. Some people yep. are doing your breath work, throwing deadlifts around, you know, playing football. It doesn't necessarily matter what the thing is. But I think as you start to get a little bit older and your friendship circles get smaller because of necessity, because you're out working a job and you know, maybe starting a family, all these kind of things, you start to realise that how important community is and how important support is and how important building a a system or a uh, framework around you where you have people to lean on and connect with and grow with. Mm. It's so important. And I guess gyms are luck oh, for me, I say lucky, but you know, they are what they are because of the people that inhabit them. But gyms are a, allow people to connect with and grow with people of like-minded, um, like-minded values because it's a space where you go to get better. Um, it doesn't mean you're not, you know, not wonderful for who you are, but it also means that we, we live on that tightrope of both being grateful for who you are and what you're capable of doing, but then having the desire to be and do more. Hundred percent. We we need that. We need something to strive towards, and and sometimes that you know is a challenge. And again, I, I think we we sometimes lose perspective on how hard it is for people to come into a space like this maybe for the first time yeah well that's that's exactly it that <clears throat> the barrier to entry 
<laughs> and you you spend a lot of time in the sales and marketing side of a gym, so you spend majority of your time going, how do we lower this barrier to entry? How do we, you know, whether it be a free trial or whether it be a walkthrough or whatever, how do we allow people to get in the space? Because and that's what we find is like when when we give people a tour, they're like, you know, and I look at this space and look at everything that's wrong with it, but it's nice to have new eyes in here and say. Um, and have them say, oh, this place is awesome. This is really cool. Like, I love this setup. Mm. Um, it's a nice little reminder of, like, being grateful for what you do have and not yeah. just looking at all the flaws of it. For sure. Um, and, I mean, you know, I know you said before that you're spending a bit of cash on a new fit and <laughs> some new flooring. Yeah. But, I mean, it doesn't as much as that's going to be it's amazing. A, it's a want rather than a need. For sure. Mm. For sure. And it's continually, again, that's you trying to push the limits yeah, and push the barriers on. Yeah, in different ways. Yeah, for sure. yeah. But I mean, it is it is more than just a gym. It, it's a space that does allow people to dive into who they are, to dive into who they can become mm. as and you, well. And you know when you're having a shit day, you can go to the gym, whether it be Good Life or Anytime or Virtus, it doesn't matter. You know, you can go and see people that are going to put a smile on your face. You're going to work hard. You're going to get, you know, you're going to do good things that the future version of you will thank you for. Yeah. And I think that's a, like happiness isn't an absence of, absence of problems. It's being able to look at your problems and go, here's how I'm going to overcome them. And we do that by showing up, by doing the thing and by connecting with people who are on a, on a similar path. And I think I, f- I tend to find talking to such a big chunk of our community that the people who aren't necessarily and happiness is an interesting term that we can maybe dive into if you want but (laughs) that like level of contentment or level of like um feeling of progress and success happens when you are actively dissatisfied with where you're at and and like i said before you want to be grateful and appreciative of where you're at but there needs to be that level of dissatisfaction Mm. i think it's like the human condition is we if we have that level of dissatisfaction then it kind of allows us something to work towards and something to, to grow towards. And rather than it being like, you know, I'm miserable because I don't have a purpose, it just gives you a direction. It gives you something to show up for. And for me, that's almost like, you know, the meaning of life or the, the you get to decide what's important to you. You get to decide what you value and where you want to head. And then all you've got to do is find ideally a place and people who can help you do that. Love that, bro. Love that. I mean, I I love what you use there as in you get to create it because you do. And I mean, sometimes it it is easy to get stuck in other people's expectations Mm. and, and almost this like rat race that a lot of people are in and, and I get in it sometimes oh, man, as well, I, I you know. Yeah. Between the, we need more members because we need to be able to pay these bills or whatever. And then you're like, well, fuck, we need more members. Like ideally we build a community and we, and we add, add good quality humans to a already magnificent community that then make us grow and help us become a better space. And they get it. They get a space where they can, they can grow. And you know, the, the revenue or the, the capitalistic rat race side of things That'll come yep. if you do the right thing um, or if you do the things the right way for the right reasons. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a hard thing to get stuck, to get unstuck from. You know, there's an you know, intangible amount of macroeconomic factors that, d- that drive why we do what we do. Um, 
or at least surface level why we do what mm. we do. But when we really tap into like, why do you rock up and go to work? Why, why do you show up? Why do you, you know, show up for your sessions in the morning? You know, why do you want to lead people through, through breath and, and cold exposure and things like that? And when, you, when we allow ourselves the time and space to actually break that down, never has anything to do with the cash. Never. Um, never. You know, it, that, it enables you to do things like that, but it kind of, you've got to start with, start with the end in mind, like why I'm actually doing this. Mate, if, if the world did that, it would be a better place. Absolutely. Right? And again, <laughs> that's probably more macro large scale, <laughs> but, yeah. and we probably don't need to get into the government and all that sort of stuff. But um, I mean, if you do look at that, then a lot of these larger corporations mm. who who do need to, to push for a, a lot of money and everything, yep. if they did start with a purpose and they started with why, yeah. I think the world would be a better place. But, and I think that's the, the frustrating thing is most of those companies did start with that. They started yep. with the why and the what and the, maybe the founder had this utopian view and then you end up, you know, becoming a big corporation that's publicly listed that needs growth and, you know, our system... Um, last thing I want to do is fucking bitch about the system for the next 45 <laughs> minutes. But the, like our system is built on exponential growth and the desire and need for exponential growth. Um, and I think there gets to a point where, you know, corporations or entities within themselves that are all made up that we, when we start to value those things more than the person and, and, you know, and the community and the connection that we're able to build, like the housing crisis is a perfect example of, of um, money over people, it creates a world that's more difficult to live in. And I think there's no there's no surprise that f- like what like large chunks of our society and our communities are, are struggling with mental health and physical health and all of these different things. And I think that if we can kind of go, all right, that's great. There's not a lot I can do with that on a macro level. What I can do is I can lean into my community i can lean into my circle and i and my locus of control be becomes what i can immediately touch um and for those people around that are struggling with the i can't do anything about it then that's okay you just do what you can for you you make your world a better place first and and show up to the gym and do your cold exposure and do your breath work and spend time meditating and connect with with good people and then that has a flow on effect that builds into your community and then grows from there. And I think if, like I said before, if everyone did that, the world would be a better place. Yeah. Ultimately that's what we're here for. <laughs> that, is, that is the purpose, mm. right? Like when you look at the macro scale of it, it does come down to, well, you're right. I can't change that and I can't change all these big things and I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. but what I can control is what's happening within my within my own mind, mm. and what I love, what I love about this space, especially like to answer your question before, it is about the ripple effect that it creates. So, say someone listening to this is in a space that they're not they're not feeling themselves, and they're not feeling. Maybe they haven't felt themselves for a little while. That can then turn into your worldview. Mm. Things are things are then. Oh, why is this happening to me? They sort of fall yeah. into this victim mindset, and I've been there before as well. But I mean, 
the ripple effect that's created through spaces like this and through people actually doing some some work on themselves to better themselves it's crazy the impact that that has it's huge because say it's contagious as well oh that's it say you've got 200 people who train here Mm. those 200 people go back into their families into their work and and they feel great that day yeah say they've been coming for two years Mm. say they've been coming for five years yeah they are a completely different person to if they hadn't been doing that. Yes. Same with, same with breath work, with meditation. These are all just little tools mm. that people can use to better themselves. Because if when we can start with ourselves, it ripples out into our worlds, our families, our, our partners, our children. Yeah. Um, and, and we create this better world. And you just keep tipping into to making your world a better place little bit day after day like i love the idea of compound interest just mm. like if you put 10 bucks in bank account every day for the rest of the year then quick math it's gonna be like three and a half k <laughs> if you invest that it's eventually going to keep growing and exponentially um on top of it same goes for you looking after yourself in the gym you're looking after yourself with some breath work with some journaling with some meditation with good food with good connection and you end up like you said com- essentially a completely different or more evolved version of yourself um, and you know, when we talk about personal connection and edification and growth, we end up realizing that you know, life is just about going, all right, well, I don't want to be in the same spot I am now in five years. Um, like I'm not in the same spot I was five years ago. I want to keep growing and adapting and, and, you know, there's going to be progression and regression in that. Like it's never going to be linear. There's going to be days where you're like, like I, I read some of my journal articles that I wrote three years ago and I'm like, fuck, I really need like why don't I know that now? <laughs> and it's just like a little reminder. And like I was talking to talking to Simon about that before we were, we were talking about because we, we used to do a heap of like leadership stuff. We would we would read and we'd talk about it and we'd podcast and um, we'd listen to podcasts and we'd, we'd discuss it and we'd just spend so much time on that. And he's like, oh, I really want to lean back into some of that stuff. Um, and I think that it you've got to learn the same lesson multiple times. Like this is the the crux of being human sometimes is you, you, you know, you might go through a period where you're like, you meditate a bunch and you're feeling great and then you'd stop, you, you know, life happens and you fall off, fall off and, and someone asks you like, oh, you've been meditating? Like, I'm like, no, I haven't. And you kind of go, well, I know I feel better when I do that. So maybe I'll do that. Yeah. And, and we, I think we maybe miss the forest for, for the trees a little bit and try and make everything perfect and just realize that if I just do the thing right now, like what, where is the, what is something that's going to have utility to make me a better person in an hour rather than in five years from now? And you do that thing and then, you know, it becomes a domino effect that knocks over the next one, knocks over the next one. And you end up realizing that, you know, it's just, we get, what is it? Thousands and thousands of decisions a day. If you make slightly more right decisions than wrong decisions, you're probably going to be going okay. Yeah. And I told you before about how, you know, you guys have been an inspiration for, for me. And love that. I just, um, I remember listening to this podcast um, a few years back when you guys had first started it and it was just you and Coops diving into some beautiful topics mm. about leadership, about, I think there was one about like big rocks. <coughs> yeah, um, we did a, we did like during COVID, we did for our season two, we did like a 10 episode series on 10 different topics. I think we did like movement, connection, big the big rocks. We did, yeah, leadership, uh, 
couldn't even tell you. Yeah, and so I guarantee you, like, if you listened back to oh, that, yeah, you would be, get so much out yeah, of it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so stop what you're doing. Go back to those 10 episodes. Yeah. And, and they were in a time where, like, I reckon it was probably this time, 2020, where people were st- still stuck at home. I think we had a little open and then we closed again and we had no idea what was going on. We are like, what, what are the things that we think everyone needs right now? And that's what we did. Um, and I guess the cool thing is now that's there in posterity for us to go, <laughs> when I need a thing, it's going to be there. And yeah. I can take my advice from me a couple of years ago, which is, you know, like when you remove the ego, it's actually, it's kind of wonderful that you have that capacity to look, that I have the capacity to look back. Um, anyway, this is not about me. Let's talk about you. <laughs> Let's talk about, so we've talked about kind of what's important to you and what drives you and what makes you want to want to do the things that you do but what is it that you do from a coaching perspective let's talk about monkey movement and then what is the next kind of chapter of, of growth look like for you yeah beautiful um what do i do i'm a personal trainer have been a personal trainer um i'm a breathwork facilitator and yeah i, I inspire people to become the best version of themselves. And as cliche as that is, that's what I see. Um, And so, you know, I stand in that very strong, like through doing these big rocks, through, through doing these things day after day, you know, you see this compound effect that literally changes people's lives. Um, So I guess I'm a human helper. I, I sit down with people I have conversations about what's happening in their world and offer insights, offer really practical tools, techniques that have drastically changed my life and I know that they change communities' lives as well. Um, So yeah, I've been running a really cool space community called The Monkey Movement, um, which started a couple of years ago and... First and foremost, that was a space for training, f- for movement of the body. Yeah, so that was the initial start. Like, the idea was like, we, we want a space to connect people with movement. Yep, yep, with movement. And then sort of evolved into mindfulness practices, evolved into a few mates gathering down on the beach. Yep. And yeah, ended up with a very beautiful community of people who come together most weekends on the beach throughout so summer and... You know, we had so many people come down. Initially, when we had a lot of people heading down, like it was, I'd turn to Lockie, my business partner, and be like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) There's so many people rocking up. Um, So that's basically what I do. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. It must have been, what was that feeling like, like out out of the, like just the shock and surprise of of maybe, um, maybe pulling more people in, and you want like I love this kind of, like I love what you guys do and I love movements like that because it's essentially like it has a gravitational pull like you guys have kind of set up a, you've started doing a thing that set up this beacon that people have gone I want to be a part of that like what was that like going from a couple of mates on the beach to this you know sizable workshops and events that you've been able to run mm. it was amazing <laughs> um I mean it was interesting to just be aware and observe like the correlation between my investment in myself, my investment in my growth, and then, yeah, how that correlated with that gravitational pull. Um, But honestly, like, sort of just enjoyed it. Um, 
yeah, like there was that's probably what, that's what it's all about. Like yeah, like we talked before a lot about growth and wanting to level up and stuff. But I think a big part, like <laughs> there's a big part of me that's just a headness, like that just wants to enjoy things and and yeah. and find pleasure in in day to day. And I think that's you've got to find that balance between like. You don't want to be miserable, like leveling up, but be miserable. You want to have enjoyment and love for what you do. Oh, leveling leveling up can be so fun. Mm. I think it sometimes it's hard, um, but when you become the person that you set out to become, like that's a it's a cool feeling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was really cool. Some of the biggest things that I learned was just like how to make people feel super safe and, and yeah, I enjoy that journey. Like I, I enjoy chatting with people about life and having deep convos. Yeah. Um, so all in all, just like, yeah, such a beautiful experience to grow something and turn it into, yeah, just a beautiful safe space. That's wonderful. Mm. What's the, <clears throat> what's the growth I guess from like, like personal training, you're very much like one-on-one, like you can just small groups as well, but you're very much like just one-on-one conversations. What was the shift like going from talking to one? And obviously you still do that talking to one person, but to kind of having a group of, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 people in front of you, all you know, listening to your direction of what to do and how to breathe. And what was that shift like? Hmm. You know what? I actually haven't reflected on that too much. Yeah. Um, but it was quite a natural shift yeah. because we sort of, yeah, did go from, say, 10 to 20 and then it sort of slowly grew up to, like, 150 people were coming That's down. Um, so cool. So probably the first time that I spoke in front of a lot of people, like, I was a very shy kid um, at school whenever I had to do, like, those English presentations yeah. or whatever, go bright red. Um, and so I'd always had, like, this nervousness about me um, but slowly after that progression, like I stepped into a different version of myself where I could stand up there and could public speak. Like I was yeah. always so afraid of public speaking, but I think doing a, yeah, doing that journey of going, diving deeper into myself, finding out again, coming back to that purpose. Like I would just stand up there and think about the impact that it would have. So it was never about me. It was about, well, how how can I impact someone today? How can I impact these people and start their weekend off? And when you're you're authentically living your values and living what's true to you, it's kind of, there's no, you still, still, obviously, there'd be moments where you're a bit nervous and you'll be worried, like, what if I say the wrong thing or whatever. But because it's all coming from a place of love and a place of this is who I am, this is what I'm doing and I'm, I, I should be here. I, I belong here. Yeah. I imagine that it would be significantly easier than if you were, you know, talking to a bunch of people about something you didn't believe in. That yeah. You, that didn't, that you hadn't gone through the journey yourself. Yeah. So you had that, um, I would love the, the idea of like, you can't give what you haven't got and you can't share what you haven't experienced and you experiencing that growth and progression for yourself allowed you to then go, I, I've learned a thing or I've learned, um, lots of different things that help me, that help me grow, and I can help you guys grow. For sure, yeah. I mean, you know, there's plenty of times where I fucked up, <laughs> <laughs> but you realize how little it matters. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. And I think, like, I w- I would be aware of like how people respond as well. And so I would just start by saying, when I was, 
hey guys, I'm pretty nervous up here today. Yeah. Um, and then, but it would just like sort of ease a little bit after that, after acknowledging it. Um, so yeah, it's cool to reflect on that actually. Thanks for the question. <laughs> what, are, what are the key like actions or um, things that you've realised that people can do that, you know, maybe the little things that make the biggest difference over, the, over that kind of period of your growth and development? Mm, get the reps in. Just reps. Yeah. Repetition. Um, when you know where you want to go, it's like, again, it sort of comes back to surrounding yourself with the right people or seeing who's been there before. How can I, how can I get to that level? Um, and then just reaching out like life's short. So yeah, like if you go up and ask someone, like even I've asked you to come up here for a coffee one day. Um, you know, we've had a couple of awesome chats. I mean, the last time I was here, probably spoke for about an hour (laughs) and we were like, oh, (laughs) we should have just recorded that. (laughs) Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, surrounding yourself with people who who can lift you up, who can elevate you, and when you know that something is good for you, exploring that. I mean, I'm very curious about um, becoming better. So, you know, I try lots of things. How does that feel? Yeah, oh, that doesn't feel too good. I'm not keen on that. Yeah, fuck it off. Yeah. Um, or if there's something that's powerful and that I can see a shift, like again, the the world that we are in right now there's so much external force that can drag us away from ourselves there's so much um everything's at the touch of a button and and we become so comfortable so probably a better answer to your question is like getting out of that comfort zone pushing yourself in into that uncomfortable state and that's where the growth is Mm. i like that i like like you take it back to like training and it's just stimulus response. Like you, you, yeah. you try all different stimuluses and see how you respond. And if you like the way you respond, keep doing that. Thing. Yeah. Keep, keep uh, increasing the volume or intensity of that stimulus. And it just goes from there. Like I love that we can find those parallels between like physiology and, and our, our psychology and our um, capacity for us to grow both physically and mentally. Like I think that's, that's what, I love so much about what you guys do is that you started out as move, movement and you realized how beneficial and how powerful the, the, the breath work and the connection and the, um, the inner understanding and awareness building essentially mm. can be. This thing, bro, this thing in here, your mind. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, when I first started training people, you know, it, it was all about the body. Mm. And then I would notice <laughs> that people would get unmotivated they would have no energy mm. they would not have a great relationship with their food or a relationship with their body yeah and so then it's like yeah. well so you know if, if you're training five days a week yeah. you should be jacked right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you should be feeling great but yeah it's, it's the complete opposite i think we forget like we're a brain and a body not a you know not a not a body with a brain like yeah like a cool like thought experiment um is like if you if you were to have a if you were to take your brain out of your body and put it in someone else, you're not having a brain. It's not a brain tra- transplant. It's a body <laughs> transplant. You're getting a new body. And I like that. Wait. Just that thought process is like it kind of it flips most of our assumptions and ideals on our head because you kind of go, well, I can feel my arms. I can, you know, I can 
I can I can touch it, I can sense it, I can you know, feel the movement, but really it's all just you know, signals coming from up here. And I think if you realise that, you understand, it helps you understand that well, maybe this is the thing I need to take care of first. Mm. That, you know, the what are the things that make me feel better or make me more um, capable of, of problem solving or thinking or dealing with complex, complex issues. And all of it comes back to your brain. Yeah. Like you can, yeah. you can do whatever kind of deadlift you want. It doesn't fucking matter. But if you understand that brain drives everything else rather than ev- everything else dri- driving that, I think you realize that, all right, well, the big rocks I need to focus on is, mental health first and foremost. And obviously it's a it's a back and forth conversation because movement helps your mental health and, and all of these kind of things. But I think that journey you've been on over the last few years has been that, you know, kind of the brain comes first and the movement comes second. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's probably a good thing to explore. First point I'll say to that is that's a Black Mary episode right there. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. You should sell that. Um, secondly... Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not sure which comes first. Like, I think whichever one you're not focusing on is probably the one you need to shift to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think back to when I was really struggling, and you know, sometimes, sometimes you just don't feel like you can get up mm. and move. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I guess it, yeah, you're right. It is whichever one you're not focusing on, but yeah. first and, and add, foremost, you can add a third, third pillar of social and and connection to that. And I think they're like, what it's, there's a biopsychosocial model. It's there's the three the three pillars to you know living well. Mm. Um, on that point, like living well, there's so much capacity and potential. Um, like the mind is a really powerful thing. And so when, when you do go, you know, on a journey to like moving your body, yes, everyone should do it. Nutrition, like there's so much um, benefit in really looking into that. So Absolutely. much benefit in, in having a, a practice for your morning, like something just to have time with yourself. And so, yeah, maybe I guess for a bit of value for everyone, like, I'm at a point right now that I've just been exploring all this stuff, as I said before, like exploring yeah. um, what works and, and really curious about it. And so the difference between maybe a couple of years ago when you know I had experienced quite deep um, anxiety and panic attacks, those type of things like that a lot of people experience now, mm. um, you know, there's, there is just there's a different way to feel so it is going through like what works for me and and exploring that more continuing to get the reps in and yeah and just keep showing up what is the the next what does your next evolution look like yeah brother (laughs) it's um it's exciting but yeah mentioned before that there's been a it's been a big week (laughs) it's been a big week i have yeah, got you, got you at a heavy time, so yeah, feel free to talk through it however you would like. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's emotional. Um, yeah, I've decided to step into a new version of myself. I've decided to let go an identity and, and step away from the monkey movement. It's huge. 
It is, bro. <laughs> um, and obviously, you're still in it, right? So, like, articulating how you feel is probably a difficult thing to do right now. But how is that? Because obviously, it was a there was a, would have been a process of decision making that you went through, and then making the decision, and then having the conversations. What was surrendering to that decision like? Poor. Because because a lot of you know, so many people don't have the courage to make those changes, or the they don't have the belief in themselves that everything's going to be okay. Like you've built this thing that you've been doing for the last few years that f- to step th- to then step out of it is a it's a whole new like who am i piece which which is pretty exciting yeah but also scary as fuck yeah it, it, it's both at the same time it's super exciting but there's there was a lot of fear mm. around the around the decision um and it has been a process too i mean you know i Probably a part of me was um, attached to the identity that came with running a business. You know, you, you put all of yourself into it. Yeah. Um, and so the, the, I went on a process. I invested in a process. I mean, a big part of my growth has been investing in myself, um, spending a lot of money <laughs> on on myself. Yeah. Um, so that was a – I mean, at the start of the year, I sort of had like a feeling – um, and so just started to explore that, um, cause like it, it's a big life decision, leaving a business or, or starting a business. Change is hard. Just no matter what, yeah. what part of life we're trying to change. Yeah. So really explored the, explored the decision, explored my identity, explored who I was and then explored what's possible as well. Um, and so there was a big question of like, what? did I have to let go of in order to become this new version of myself or, or realize that potential that I have. So yeah, yeah it's, Huge. um, it, it is a lot to let go of cause what I love, what I do, I love, um, the people who I do it with. Um, but there, there's just a, being able to listen to those voices in, your mind and listening to the right ones as well (laughs) yeah well that's it and i think for what you do it would have been disingenuous to to that if you didn't listen and if you didn't explore and if you didn't decide to to make the decision that you thought was right yeah so kudos to that that's huge thank you brother i think you should appreciate it like like just just take a moment to like be proud of having of making that decision i think because like i said before a lot of people don't or a lot of people don't follow through with it um like you know, we one of the things I love about our job is that we get to talk to people about what they're doing, what they're like, what you know, what's going on in their life, what's most important to them, what do they want to achieve, and you know, like I couldn't count the number of conversations I've had that you know there were tears and big revelations to I can't be doing my job anymore, or I can't be doing this, or I can't be doing that. I need to do this, or I should be doing this, and it, all it takes is like one decision to change your life. Um, don't go out there doing anything rash, but <laughs> take a moment to be like, what do I want my life to look like? You know, what is what is true to my values that I hold right now? Because you know, values don't necessarily completely change, but they do evolve and, and shift. And, you know, what's incredibly important to you now is probably, you know, slightly different to what, what was three or four years ago. Um, but you have the... You have the understanding that no matter what you decide, you're going to be okay. I think that must be a nice place to sit in. 
Mm, it is, bro. Yeah, my body sort of just like eased a bit as you were talking then. Yeah, <laughs> um, I forget what you said. I, I can't remember. <laughs> um, but you're about to uh, you're about to ex- go on a little bit of travel to find yourself a terrible fucking term, but to <laughs> to create space to figure out what's next. For right? sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, w- whatever I do next is going to be an evolution of what I've learned um, and the man I've become, which I'm really proud of. That's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, I've had this trip booked in for a little while now. Um, four or five months ago, we, we booked a ticket. So heading over to Mexico and I, I suppose just, um, yeah, for six weeks, like I'll be able to be in a space that I can create a really beautiful foundation for whatever's next i mean life it's so quick it's um it moves at such a rate especially you know in in melbourne in mornington things are things are quick there's this expectation to to be at a certain place at a certain time and yeah i mean as i said before like travel's been a big part of that perspective shift for me so um I mean, I, I'm so looking forward to having that time and space to create. Oh, I love getting in that creative yeah. space. I remember when I was creating the monkey movement, like that was sort of a six-month sort of process. Um, so I'm, a, I'm really excited to be in that space next, coming from this, yeah, place of abundance and, mm. and not um, survival. Yeah. 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 Man, I'm excited to see you thrive when you get back and – Hopefully enjoy some of that space and, and six weeks away in Mexico will probably make you realise that like or a nice little reminder that time is very relative. Yeah. And it'll, <laughs> obviously it'll go quick, but there'll be days where you're just sitting in your thoughts and, and ruminating in that in that thought soup. And I think that's that's almost the most exciting part for you because you get to go and just think and be and it doesn't necessarily matter what you decide to do as yeah. long you know, because it'll all in line with your values and you'll get to continue to become someone that makes the world a better place which that's what we're here for right that's it brother yeah thank you give us a (laughs) before we finish up give us a a quick little pump up slash info packet on the uh the seminar or the workshop where you'll be running next week at virtus okay this workshop will change your life (laughs) it will change your life i mean you know breath work for me has been such a, a big part in me creating space within my mind um, becoming in control of my nervous system, um, being able to con- shift and control my state in an instant. I mean, throughout this podcast, I, I mean, I love jumping on a podcast, so it's not too out of my comfort zone, but you know, you're still putting it out there to, to the world, right? Yeah. So I've been just having a little bit of attention on my breath and, and just slowing down. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll dive into the science behind it, the real practical sense around like why breathwork is so potent and and, and pr- probably like why it's swept across the globe yep. at the moment. I mean, you know, it's I, I don't believe it's a fad. It, it sort of came into this fruition really quickly um, after Wim Hof and, and everything and that's who I sort of found initially um and then you know has sort of gotten really big with movements and and communities as well but the 
I mean, I, I just give so much respect to it. So when I provide a workshop, like, as I said, like, as much as I enjoy doing it, I know that there will be someone there that it changes their fucking life. Which is awesome. That's, um, what, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we'll dive into the the science around it. Um, we'll give them a bit of a, an experience, um, a, very much a dipping of the toe yeah. in, um, but thirty minutes of really slow, conscious breathing, um, and in that, just give people some some tools and some techniques to take away, implement into their life, yeah. um, and start to start to really practice it and know the benefit that that it can have. It's perfect. So get along, take the time for yourself and uh, future you'll thank you for it, mate. The, the present me thanks you for this. Thank you, Pleasure bro. as always. It's, uh, I'm excited to see what's next. Appreciate you. Appreciate your guidance. Appreciate the man that you are. And I love you. The good stuff. Love you too, brother. Have a good day. <laughs>